Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So, yeah, I used the savings from switching to Progressive 50 years ago to finally buy my dream car. It's a self-driving flying car, but we just say self-flying now. You know, because it's the future, and cars fly in the future. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Hello again, friends. Welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Colin Taylor for a look at Gamecock football. Eight practices are in the books for preseason camp for the Gamecocks, eight of the 26 that are scheduled in preparation for the season opener against NC State on September the 2nd. Colin, Gamecocks didn't have the pads on for the first few days of practice, but they've got pads on now, and the team is starting to take a little bit better shape, we believe. And I know that the reporters, the media, are only allowed to attend the first 15 minutes of practice, so the media is limited in what it's able to observe at these practices, but we are eight practices in now, and we're starting to get an idea of what this Gamecock football team is going to look like here in 2017. We knew a lot of the names, a lot of the personnel, but we're starting to get a better idea of who's going to play where, and there are some positions that are cause for concern on this football team, Colin. So I wanted to talk about a few of these groups with you today, and we're going to start with the offensive line here. We talked last week here on Gamecock Central Radio about the fact that Muschamp clearly stated that the Gamecocks would try to find their best five-player combination on the offensive line, and already in the first week of practice, Colin, they've moved some players around. Allen Knott remains at center. But here in the second week of practice, looks like Donnell Stanley is taking most of the reps with the ones at left guard, Malik Young at left tackle, Corey Helms at right guard, Zach Bailey moved to right tackle this year, and uh, Dennis Daly is a player that's uh, sharing time at left tackle with Malik Young. This is a JUCO transfer. He's out of Ridgeview High School, originally in Columbia. So the O-line starting to take some shape here, Colin. Wanted to get you to talk about that. We're going to talk about defensive line today and linebackers as well. We know the Gamecocks are set with the starting three at linebacker, but none of the backups have taken a single college snap at this point. So we're going to talk about some of these young guys at linebacker as well. But let's start with the offensive line. Colin, what's new on the O-line? Right. So, I mean, this competition, I feel like, is going to go down to the wire. Uh, they're going to try and get kind of the shell of what they want, which they already have. Uh, but right now it looks like Alan Knott's going to be your center. Uh, he said today that all of his reps in practice have come at the center position. Uh, so he's pretty much locked in there with uh, Corey Helms and Zach Bailey both uh, anchoring the right side of the line with Helms the guard and the daily at tackle. Uh, Alan Knott said today that Zach Bailey's really come along at right tackle. Uh, he's really, really improved after being, being an interior lineman over the last uh, two years at Carolina, and then the focus has now shifted uh, completely to the left side of the line. Uh, Alan Nonson, the Donald Staley's looked, or Donald Staley's looked really good at uh, left guard and that left tackle position. He said he's is really kind of up in the air right now that they're rotating so many guys in and out that it's hard to get a feel of who might start there, who might back up, and whatnot. But right now, it looks like uh, 
Dennis Staley is another uh, option there. Uh, DJ Park, Malik Young. Um, there are a few different options that the Gamecocks go with, um, and a lot of them are big, strong guys that I think could um, make an impact early and kind of hold up Jake Bentley's blind side. Dennis Daly getting some time at left tackle, competing with Malik Young, who's also gotten some work at center behind Allen Knott in the first eight practices of the preseason here. Sedarius so Hutcherson is the backup to Donald Stanley right now, left guard. DJ Park backing up Corey Helms at right guard. And Blake Camper, the backup at right tackle. So it looks like this is the group that the Gamecocks are going to lean on for offensive line play in 2017. The starters could change, but Coach Muschamp and the offensive staff obviously trying to shore up this unit and find out their best five-player combination. So that's a you know, competition that will continue as we get closer to the season opener here, Colin. And I think folks are curious to know if the Gamecock offensive line will be better this year. And I have reason to believe that they will be better, thanks in large part to the return of Donnell Stanley. You know, a tough situation for him last year. Colin getting hurt basically on the first play of the season last year. And right. He stayed in a few plays and then didn't play again the rest of the year. So his return can only help. Right, and I think that, you know, getting a guy like that back who's big, he knows the offense, and is uh, 100% healthy from what they say, um, can only help. I think, you know, he, he's kind of this big, big bulldozer of a guy that can play well. And um, it helps having guys behind him that are able to compete against him to make him better. I think that you know, right now that there are four spots kind of secured on that offensive line, and now the attention is really turned to that left tackle spot, and the, the focus is going to be there on who that fifth member um, is going to be come opening day because it looks like they have kind of the four guys that they really want to roll with. They haven't decided where they're going to roll with them yet, but uh, the four guys that they really feel like they can lean on um, at some point uh, through the first few weeks of the season. Okay, Donnell Stanley. Highly regarded coming out of Latta High School. He's a redshirt junior, 6'4", 317 pounds. Penciled in as the starter at left tackle at least, or left guard rather, at least for now. And I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Dennis Daly as well. 6'6", 330 pounds. You know, a guy that kind of flew under the radar at Ridgeview High. Ended up going JUCO. He was at Georgia Military College and then landed with the Gamecocks. He's got a tackle body. Colin, you know, a guy that uh, we really haven't heard a heck of a lot about, but now we hear a week into practice that he is splitting reps or at least getting some reps with the ones that left tackle along with Malik Young. Right, and Alan and I talked a little bit about him today and how big he was and how vital he's been just rotating through on um, the last you know few weeks of practice at left tackle. Um, he's, he's been pretty good from what they've said, and he's a nice addition to the offensive line. And, uh, what do they always say? You can't teach size, and he has it. I mean, he's he's massive, and he's going to be able to block some guys. I think he's got to get a little bit stronger, obviously, because you know he hasn't played in the SEC yet. He doesn't really know what edge rushers have, but um, I, I think he could definitely be a guy that takes some snaps at left tackle this year. Um, and if not, he might even win the starting job if he has the last the, the last three weeks of the year or of the preseason at least uh, go well for him. Daly played for Raymond Jennings at Ridgeview High. He's a Columbia kid, and Jennings is in the Hall of Fame at Gardner-Webb. You know, Jennings played football, played on the line at Gardner-Webb, and he's in their Hall of Fame. And um, Daly's got some nasty about him, Colin. I think that he's got potential. You love the size, 6'6", 330, and it's going to be interesting to see how much he plays here in 2017. Not the starter yet, but getting some time at the ones at left tackle. So we'll continue to follow the progress of Dennis Daly and this battle for the starting job with Malik Young at left tackle. So, 
Colin, let's move to the other side of the ball now and talk defense. So many questions surrounding the Gamecock defense. And I wanted to talk about this defensive line group. The Gamecocks have clearly got more players this year, it seems, than they've had in years past. You know, there's been a concern about the dearth of talent on the defensive line. But we've got a big group this year. We don't know who might emerge as the top pass rushers and run stuffers. But uh, a new addition this year is Javon Kinlaw from Goose Creek High School. Uh, he went community college and enters the Gamecock program as a sophomore, 6'6", 326 pounds, a run stuffer, Colin, that uh, you know can eat up a couple of blocks. And Bryson Allen Williams was talking about him earlier this week, said that a big guy like that playing defensive tackle can keep the linebackers clean. He can keep blocks off of the linebackers and allow them to make plays, and that's going to be key for the Gamecock defense this year because the linebacker core is good. Right, and Javon Kinlaw is nothing short of massive. I mean, he's he's like a, a column or a brick wall. I mean, nothing's really getting past him. Or he's going to bolt through a lot of things that he comes into contact with. Uh, I still think he's a little raw coming in from JUCO um, because we're you know he's so big that he's able to kind of use his size to his advantage. Well. You know, most guys at the this level, especially in the SEC, know how to block guys like that. So he's going to have to get a little bit more, you know, comfortable with the technique and in the weight room a little bit more. But uh, I think he's got to be he's going to be a, a pretty vital part of the uh, defensive line rotation. Yeah. You know, you talked about the linebackers and um, Will Muschamp's not been shy about saying he wants to use Bryce Allen Williams more in the uh, the pass rush game. And so I think that if you have guys like him on. You know, bigger guys like Taylor Stallworth and Lord Jones, who are eating up blocks from the inside and the interior, it kind of frees those lanes for you know faster. Uh, I don't want to say more athletic, but faster guys that you know can move around a little bit more as a defensive lineman, uh, get out there and get the quarterback. Um, so I think that it's going to be a big help for South Carolina getting more you know beef and girth on that offensive line no or question. defensive line. Yeah, no question. Ken Law not listed as a starter as of right now. And the Gamecocks largely going with their veterans at starters on defensive line right now. Taylor Stallworth, a senior at tackle. Dante Sawyer is a senior. He'll start at defensive end. And uh, one young player, Dennis Wanham, DJ Wanham, 6'4", 251, sophomore from Stone Mountain, Georgia, who really made an impact last year, a player that continues to receive a lot of attention and getting a lot of talk through the first week of practice. So those are your starters right now on the defensive line. But, again, we've got a deep group here. Colin Ulrich Jones is in the mix here. Uh, mm -hmm. Kier Thomas played last year. This is a kid that had 22 sacks his senior year at uh, Miami Central High School in South Florida. He's a sophomore, 6'2", 262. Aaron Sterling is a freshman. Brad Johnson we've talked about, the freshman from Pendleton High School in South Carolina. Uh, Aaron Thompson in this group as well. Daniel Fennell and others. MJ Webb is in there as well. So, uh, And Shamik Blackshear, too, redshirt sophomore from Bluffton. You know, a kid that's had some adversity off the field and has dealt with some problems, but physically is very gifted, Colin, at 6'4", 260. So talk about this group of defensive linemen and who might be able to step up. Right, and you know, I think it's it's a deep field if you consider, you know, the amount of people that are there. Um, there's still a lot of unknowns. Um, Shamik Blackshear is obviously coming off that injury that sidelined him last year, but you really don't know what um, – He's going to have, he's going to still have his, if he's going to be 100%, essentially. So I think that if he's going to get back to where he was, he was kind of high, really, really highly touted coming out of high school. So I think that if he can get back to that, he's kind of gotten back down the playing way, gotten in shape. I think he could be a guy that makes an impact. Uh, Keir Thomas is another guy that, you know, he's he, kind of known as this, you know, pass rusher. Off the end, he's backing up Sawyer. 
he's going to be heavily involved in the uh, defensive line rotation. He's kind of focused this offseason on getting his body to where it needs to be to get you know, faster and stronger to be able to rush the passer at the SEC level. Um, and then you got guys like Ken, Ken Long, Kobe Smith. Uh, Kobe Smith is a sophomore who's you know, played a little bit last year and is going to you know, be a viral role this year, too. I think that you know, some of the offensive linemen who go up against him every day um, say he's pretty good. And then Taylor Stallworth, I think, has made a pretty big jump um, from what all the offensive linemen are saying. They're saying he's really hard to block on the interior and he's going to be a, a hard guy to kind of shy, you know, game plan away from if he's eating up one or two different blocks during the um, during games and things like that. But I think that there's a couple guys that, you know, could, could play well. And, you know, DJ Warren is a, a true sophomore who had a really good freshman year. And I think that um, if he takes another step forward, he could become uh, that kind of fill that buck position left by Darius English. We've talked extensively about the Gamecocks' need to improve on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. To me, that's the key to the season. Uh, if the Gamecocks are able to stop the run and if they're able to keep Jake Bentley clean, keep him upright in the pocket, let him do his thing. You know, we know the Gamecocks are working on a up-tempo offense. They're going to let Bentley try to get the ball out a little bit more quickly this year and reduce that sack total from a year ago. If they can do those two things, I think they're going to be in position to win some football games this year. If they don't, you know, could be looking at another six and six year. Uh, we don't know at this point. So this is the group that the Gamecocks are going to rely on to try to improve on the defensive line. And as we move to the linebacker position here, Colin, we talked about uh, Bryson Allen-Williams, the return of Sky Moore, and also uh, sophomore T.J. Brunson from Richland Northeast High School in Columbia. The Gamecocks look pretty good at the first three linebacker spots. But after these three, Colin, there, there is not a single player on the roster that has taken a college snap, or at least a major college snap, uh, coming into this year. So we got a group of young players, you know, that are competing for time at backup positions at linebacker. I wanted to get you to talk about them. Sherrod Green, freshman from Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, 6'1", 223. And Deuce Staley's son, Damani Staley, 6'1", 210, also from Ridgeview High School, same as Dennis Daly. Freshman, Colin, we, you know, we don't know how much these guys are going to play this year, but they're competing for time at backup linebacker spots. Right, and, you know, Will Muschamp has never been shy to, you know, kind of call out play, not really call out players, but, to talk about the lack of depth that players have, and during media day, he essentially said that there's really no depth at linebacker, and you know they need guys to want to come in and play well, and you know you're going to have an opportunity early, and I think all of these guys will have an opportunity um, somewhat early this year to back up Sky Moore, T.J. Brunson, and Bryce Allen Williams, who um, you know still they're going to need some breaks too, and they're they're going to play the majority of it, but I think that you know. Uh, a few guys have impressed early. Um, Devon Bowen is a guy that, that people have talked about. Um, Sherrod Green is a guy that was uh, kind of highly recruited and considered one of the bigger parts of this staff. Um, There's a few guys that I think you know most of it will be uh, on special teams and things like that. And Damani Staley uh, is another guy who um, I think he took it a while to go just to learn the playbook and to learn different things about the defense. But I think that, you know, if he can develop this year and, you know, play well on maybe special teams or in different roles as a linebacker, I think he could play well too. And then, uh, Eldridge Thompson, who, uh, coming in from a Coffee Hill, uh, community college, uh, is going to have some time as well. I mean, he's 6'1", 215. Um, I think he's going to be kind of that, you know, fourth or fifth linebacker to come in and play if they need, you know, more speed on the field or things like that. So, um, not a lot of unknown as with a lot of the South Carolina team with the linebacking core. But uh, I think that if guys can kind of step up and 
take the onus on themselves to get better every day and you know, understand they're going to back up Bryce and Sky and TJ, that uh, I think there's going to be some, some solid players there to back up those guys. Colin, freshman Jam Williams has begun working on with the defense at uh, nickel, and I'm curious to know if he has worked with the offense at all. There had been talk that he may get some time on offense. Do you know if he's worked with the offense so far? From what Kurt Roper and um, Coach Robinson have said about it, they uh, there's no plans right now for Jam to work on offense. Uh, Coach T. Rob joked that if Jam gets to work with offense, then he wants Shai Smith on defense for a little bit. <laughs> but right now, they said that it'd be too much to keep on his plate to try and learn the defense and the offense in his first four weeks on campus trying to get ready to play Division One okay. college football. I heard a couple of media members saying that Shai Smith had been the talk of camp through the first week of practice last week, a freshman from Union County. What about Shai Smith? Shai Smith is uh, – He's there's actually a story in Gamecock Center right now. Uh, Shai Smith talking, you know, he he's been kind of a the head turner, I'll say, because he is so fast and he is so versatile. But I think that uh, he's guys are starting to pay attention to him. They understand how fast and how useful he's going to be in this offense, and uh, he's really not, you know, shying away from that. And to pardon the pun there, but you know, him and Orchard Smith both are going to be guys that have really impressed so far, and that are going to. Um, Ortray has a little bit more, uh, is ahead of him a little bit more because he's here for the spring practice. Besides still learning the playbook, still learning you know, where to be on the field, but uh, he's got the skill set that they're going to need this year. I think both are going to play a, a pretty big role in that maybe number three wide receiver position uh, or just in that slot role. The season opener with North Carolina State fast approaching. We are 26 days from kickoff as we record here on Tuesday on Gamecock Central Radio. We're rolling out a lot of Gamecock football content right now on GamecockCentral.com. Colin Taylor, thanks for your time. Thanks for the report today. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to only uh, a few more days until the best best part of the year. All right, we're going to come back here in a couple of days. We'll talk more Gamecock football. Plenty of news and information coming out of Gamecock football preseason camp. Looking forward to the opener against North Carolina State on Saturday, September the 2nd, and we'll reconvene soon here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.